You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela Setters-Vassar, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Hey, everybody. What's up? What's up? What's up? Oh, it's 2020. And let me tell you, one of the things that I told you last year is that I was going to have some fabulous guests on my show this year. And I have a great lineup for you. And today is like no other. I have an amazing guest, Hannah Wilson Frey. And I'm going to get to her in just one minute. Got to take care of some housekeeping as usual. If you haven't subscribed to this show, please do so. Tell all your friends and family about your credit today. Share this information with your coworkers. It's super important information. Hey, friends, also share this information with your kids and your grandkids. Financial literacy is at an all-time low right now. We need to teach our kids about financial literacy so that when they get into the world and the banking industry has changed, because as we know, it is changing rapidly. And I'm going to be talking about that in some news today. It's really important to just share these tips and secrets with those, those in your life that you love. So, you know, getting into a little bit of news, uh, MSNBC News reports that the open banking movement is inspiring consumers to ask, hey, who owns my banking data? And this amazing company called Plaid is using algorithms to bring together all of the debt that you owe on a monthly basis with all of your credit card companies, with your banking information, all of the online payments that you make. And they are partnering with different banks and financial institutions to help you understand where your data is going and how it's being protected and optimized. We are going Going into a world where, you know, these kids would rather go to the dentist than to walk into the bank. Let me tell you, I've had some conversations with some college students and they do everything on their phone. So sooner or later, we're not going to have the banks to walk into. So it's important that us older folk, <clears throat> talking about myself, that we get into technology and understand how to look on a phone, how to look at a ledger sheet online and understand or decipher where we're at from a financial perspective. And listen, friends, what do you do to prepare yourself to file file your taxes every year? Do you have a plan or do you just scramble at the last minute? What are some of the apps that are out there that can help support your bills or your budgets or your payment tracking? There's some that are, you know, just to name a few, QuickBooks, TurboTax, Quicken, FreshBooks, Uh, Microsoft Home and Office. But listen, if you don't have the time to do it, then you've got to hire a professional. And hey, that's why I have Hannah on today. Hannah Wilson Fry. Hannah Wilson Fry is our spotlight guest for today. And her firm, Accountability 108, has over 15 years of experience in bookkeeping and financial management. She has a big heart for her clients. And as she puts it, I care and tailor my services around each client's needs. With her boutique approach, no client is too big or too small. And her main focus, she says, is service. So welcome to the show, Hannah. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. So let's just get right into the question. So I always like to ask my guests, what does the day in life of Hannah look like? <laughs> a day in the life of Hannah. Mm. Well, <laughs> I always like to start off my day with my inbox. Mm. Um, I just kind of, you know, go through and organize myself, my thoughts, my emails. Um, I kind of set like an outline for my day, which 
Doesn't mean I always stick to it, but I like to at least sort of have an outline. Hey, you're planning. Um, That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, something to go off of and kind of refer to throughout the day. Um, So, yeah, I start there. I usually just respond to emails and kind of delegate out um, what's to be delegated. And then I get to work and generally I'll take a little break for a workout and then I get back to it. Um, You know, there's there's. I get off track here and there and, you know, clients call and ask for this and that. And then I, you know, kind of move myself into that mode, but I try to just stay on track of my skeleton outline for the day. Sounds good. And what would you say is the best part of what you do or your job, so to speak? I think the best part is, is kind of like the sense of relief that I offer for my clients. Ooh, I like Um, that. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like getting that text. It's just like, thank you so much. I don't know what I'd do without you. And, you know, it just makes me feel like, okay, everything that I've done, you know, leading up to this was worth it. You know, they really are appreciative and, and it feels good. Absolutely. I agree. I concur. I love those kinds of texts. Right? Can I get some texts, yeah. please? <laughs> <laughs> well, and I know you're in the same boat, you know, yes. we, we're very intimate with our clients and, and personal. We know a lot about them. And so to know that they take the time to, to share their appreciation, it always feels really good. Absolutely. Now, let's get into the technical details about what it is that you do and how we can help our listeners understand a little bit more about bookkeeping and bill paying and why it's so important to have things sort of from a visual perspective and or if you're hiring someone like yourself, how things work. So why do you think it's important to break down expenses, categorize things, organize things monthly, yearly, and have really like a projection for what your tax either refunds going to be or the costs that you're going to incur um, as uh, well. Let's, let's first get the answer to that question and then I'll kind of break it down. Okay. Um, yeah, I think it, it, this is, this is really crucial. And I think that, you know, a lot of people think it's important only for businesses. Um, but at the end of the day, if you are aware of where your money's going, of how much you actually get in every month and how much goes out, you know, the awareness around it all is extremely important. I love that word. I love that word. Yeah. And and it it comes back, you know, in, in all aspects, you know, if you're aware that you're spending $5 a day, you know, 30 days a month, just right there, you know, it's $150 a month. And did you know that that's going to coffee? And is that that important? Right. You know, yeah. and, and so again, it's just, it's the awareness of it and, and bringing, when you have the books and you have your expenses broken down, you can look at it from a different perspective. And what would you say is the importance of categorizing things? Why is that so important? So that's really important when it comes to the end of the year and the actual tax filing deadline. So, and that's something that I do. I'm, I'm like a liaison between people or their businesses and the CPA who's actually going to file their taxes. So mm. when I turn over a set of books to a CPA and they're already extremely organized, you know, me and my client have gone through them, you know, monthly or quarterly um, and everything's in the right categories. Then the, the CPA looks at it, you know, sometimes they'll have some strategic changes for, you know, saving taxes here or um, you know, just little ideas about how to move them around. But when you hand it over to the CPA already all cleaned up and ready, it's, it, it 
significantly cuts the cost for the CPA. I was going to just say that. That's, you know, because that's the thing is, is that when they have to go in and they're like, why is this here and why is that there and this should be here, you know, that Mm -hmm. just takes more time and your bill just goes up. And it feels good to have things organized on a monthly basis. It really does. I think, you know, um, sometimes when I start with a new client, it's just a mess and, you know, we take the time to kind of clean it up and and I know that you've done the same where they've ignored it for year after year because it's like haunting them. Yes. Um, so then we get together and we clean it up and then we go through it every month. And it's just like this relaxed kind of, um, you know, it's almost therapeutic for them at the end of the day once we can clean it up and they can look at it for what it really is instead uh, of this monster that's haunting them. Absolutely. And so would you say that on a monthly basis with your clients and how you communicate with them is that you either verbally go over with them these, you know, broken down categories and expenses and or do you send them like a, a monthly ledger? I do. I actually I send them a monthly report every month um, that they can kind of look over and some of them don't want to look at it. Some of them don't know, care. Right? And some of them, I, I just want to get them on the phone and just look at it with me. Just, you know, five minutes. That's it. Yes. And I think it's important because they need to know where their money's going. Yeah. Again, awareness of it, you know, and if they want to make changes, what does that look like? And if they don't know what they're doing wrong, then they don't know what they need to do right. That's, oh, that's a good, good point. Would you say that there's anything different that you would do with these different types of um, clients, like an individual with one or several streams of income, a business owner, or a non-corp doing business business as like a sole proprietor with a tax-deductible investment? Um, I mean, I think it comes down to when they're actually filing. So the books themselves would be set up a little bit differently based on the business. Um, and, you know, there's different things to look out for. If you're, if you just have two sources of income, you're a W-2 employee, but you just want to keep organized, it's pretty straightforward. Um, whereas, you know, you're starting off a new business, you haven't actually um, filed your company yet, but you're trying to make it and you're using, um, you know, you're using your personal bank accounts. I would say it's important to have a separate one that is business expenses going yeah, in and out. definitely. You know, and then within that, if if you have a, a certain amount of income and there's, you know, so many expenses against it, but you're not organized, you don't really know at the end of the day if you're really making income. Yes. Just because, you know, just because you've made $10,000 on a job, it doesn't really mean that, that at the end of the day it was worth it. If you've spent, you know, 8000 in expenses against it. Right. Absolutely. So in other words, um, some people can have one set of books and others can have several. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, if you have multiple companies, you're going to have multiple sets of books. Um, and personally, you'll, you would have one personally as well, because a lot of times this is something I think a lot of people don't pay attention to is that you will spend money for your business on a personal credit card. You're out and about, you don't have time to think about it, or you really don't take it into consideration that you're on a business lunch meeting and you pay personally. You know, if you, if you go through your personal expenses, you'll pull things out that should actually be, in fact, considered business. And so you need to journal those over on a monthly basis or annual basis. Got it. Okay, perfect. So let me ask you a really big question and one that I'm super passionate about. Why do you think it's important to have a budget? 
And what are some simple ways to start a budget? And, you know, give us your secrets. Okay. So I think I, I'm in full agreement. I think it's extremely important to have a budget because a budget is like a roadmap. You know, Ooh, you, don't, yeah. you don't have to follow it exactly, but at least you know where to kind of stay in line. Yes. Um, and, you can, and you can check yourself. And again, back to awareness. Mm-hmm. If you have the budget, you pay attention, you're more aware. Um, and it makes you reconsider, you know, do I really need that extra pair of Adidas shoes? Yeah, this month? <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> you know, do I? Um, right. So I think it's really important to kind of, it's, it seems a little overwhelming and, um, and this happens with my clients sometimes, but you just sit them down and you just start asking the question, you know, what is your monthly, what are your monthly necessities? You know, and that can be your rent, your car note, your insurance, your utilities. You can't, you, you can't not pay those, you know, those are, those are crucial. And then there's the personal necessities or the quote unquote necessities, you know, for me, for example, my, my yoga membership (laughs) or my gym membership or my nails, you know, those types of things. And then, you know, you start getting those all in, in line and then it, it kind of brings awareness to what is really a necessity and what isn't. Yes. And then from there you can cut out, you know, do I need a yoga membership and a gym membership? Maybe. Um, do I need my nails done four times a month or two times a month? You know, it's just, it's little things like that, that once you start and you write it down and you look at it for what it is, you can kind of step back and say, you know what, it's not that important. Absolutely. And and, I, and I, what I yeah. hear you saying is, is it helps you become not only more aware, but accountable. Absolutely. Accountable. And, and that's the thing, it, you know, having the budget, it doesn't mean that you're going to stick to it penny to penny. Mm-hmm. And that's not, you know, that's not realistic, but just at least to have it. Yeah. And like you said, hold yourself accountable. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, do you have any secrets to saving money? Like, what do you tell your clients in terms of clients that, you know, overspend? and need to save more money. Maybe they're a little bit, you know, older. And when I say older, I'm talking like, you know, 45 and they have no savings or they have no retirement. You know, what do you say to them about saving money and how important is that? Yeah, so this is a big one for me and especially just in the last, you know, five years of my life and realizing $5 a day could have added up to something, you know, and you don't yeah. pay attention to it. And, and these all just kind of fall in line with each other. Um, but one of the things I think just the most simple is what I, I've done this for a long time is you set up an auto draft to your bank account and, and preferably to an account to a different bank that you don't look at. So you don't log in and see this savings account mm. right next to your checking account. Um, even if it's, if it's $25 a month or $50 a month and you just, it goes, you know, yeah. it's just like a one meal a month and it's boom, taken away and you never see it and you never look at it. Wow. And this is, this is for you and this is for, for later. And, um, and then even with that money, you can start, um, I think it's really important to start retirement account. Yes. Um, I work really closely with a woman that, that works with my clients as well. And, and she looks at their needs and starts putting away money for, you know, for them personally, for their kids, for their college funds. Yes. Um, you know, and, and I think at the end of the day, we have the money and we can spend it on dinner or a movie or, you know, like we make up excuses for why we can do everything but save. Yes. But if it's just set up and it's gone every month, we don't think twice about it. It's like a bill, but you're paying yourself. Mm-hmm. 
is basically what you're saying. You're paying yourself first. Paying yourself first. Yeah. And making yourself important in your future because before you know it, you're going to need it. Oh man, I'm telling you. I was just <laughs> I was just cuddling with my son last night in bed. We we do this all the time. We cuddle and we read a book and we always have like a little conversation like, you know, what did you do uh, during the day? And last night he says, "Mommy, I'm always going to take care of you. And I said, are you going to take care of me financially? And he says, yes, I'm going to have a really good job and you won't ever have to work again. I said, can you do that now? <laughs> You're going to need to hurry up with that, please. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> well, I have another question. So I, you manage uh-huh. uh, a lot of clients and businesses with financial needs and books. What do you think is the common denominator in all of them? Meaning, like, you know, what do they need? Like, you know, what do they, what do they ask you for all of the time? common denominator. Well, I think, you know, I do have such a wide range of clients, but I think one of the biggest things is, you know, they're, they're not, finance is not their thing. You know, Mm. they're creatives, they're health nuts or they're musicians and, and they just, this is not it for them. And so they ask me kind of for the sense of relief, you know, Ah. to kind of take care of it and then explain it to them. Do you have to get mean sometimes? Do I, you know what? Sometimes I do feel like a babysitter. <laughs> Go to your room. Yeah. Yes. I'm like wrangling them in like, no, we are having this call today. Right. <laughs> you need to look at this. You need to face this. Yeah. Um, so absolutely. that's the common denominator then that I'm hearing is that getting them to look at their finances, look at where they're going, because it's it's easy for a lot of people to say, oh, it's being taken care of. And of course, uh-huh. you are taking care of it. But a part of what yeah. you want to do is you, you know, you want to feel good about what you're doing. So you want them to see what good you're mm-hmm. doing and how good they're doing themselves because it's empowering. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It really is. And I think, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, too, is when I do, you know, repeat it repetitively get in their face and show them mm-hmm. it, it makes it pushes them to yes. work harder oh absolutely. like oh i only made x amount of dollars this month that's weird right. you know and then they go harder yes exactly Okay, well, that was really great. And I love to hear that because, you know, that's also um, what a great relationship with you that you have with your clients that, you know, you get to share that information with them and encourage them and empower them to do better and do more. So um, I always like to ask kind of like a funny question. So what are some of the things that people just won't stop spending money on that makes you laugh? Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, I think one of the things is, that they spend so much money on clothing mm. and they think that it's a write-off. I'm like, well, why not? <laughs> I'm right. like, well, what are you doing with that? You know? Right, right. You know, it's just, it doesn't work. And then sometimes some of the other things that just crack me up are all of the eating out. It oh. is just and people don't I, realize like how much no. they're eating out and how much they're actually spending. They just swipe the card, That's what right? It is. Yeah, absolutely. Like, well, it's just dinner. It's just this one dinner. 
And then the one dinner turns into another one dinner, and then there's 365 one dinners oof, oof, a year. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so it's 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 kind of the same thing that I was kind of thinking about how people, you know, unfortunately and specifically when they own businesses, they think that when they're buying clothes, it's a write off because they need clothes to run their business, and it's it's like cause I heard someone say that to me one time, and I was like, yeah, but that's not. <laughs> That's not a write-off. So funny. Yes. I mean, is there a wardrobe? Do you need a wardrobe on set? Maybe there. there's that. That one works. <laughs> oh, so it definitely depends on, on the client, but it, certainly not it all of it. Yeah, absolutely. Great. Well, Hannah, you and I have worked together for more than seven years. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about why you trust Conquer Credit and my team? Oh, yes. I love this question. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have worked together on many clients. And I just absolutely adore you and everyone you work with. I mean, you guys are just amazing. Thank you. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, one of the biggest things for me is your communication skills. Mm. (laughs) And I think it's just across the board with your company is you guys are so on top of it all the time. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. You, you explain things to me as well as the, you know, our mutual clients and, and it's just very straightforward. And then at the end of the day, when, you know, when we do onboard a client and you start working on it, you guys just go really hard for the client. You know, you have our back and, and you work hard and then the results speak for themselves. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We do have your back. Let me tell you, let me put my cape on. We have your back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, great. Well, I've asked a lot of questions. Um, Do you think that you have anything that you want to add to tell our listeners today? Um. You know, the one thing that I think about is just, you know, the financial situation in and of itself, whether it be, you know, you have bad credit or you don't know where you're spending your money, you know, it can be a really scary situation and it's nothing to live in fear of. Mm. You know, you, you, if it's not your thing, that's fine. And there's people like, like Conquer Credit and Angela, you know, you specifically and me that we can help you. Absolutely. And we can, yeah, we can hold your hand and we can walk you through it because that's kind of the type of people that we are anyway. Yes. Um, you know, so we're here for them. So just don't, don't be afraid to just start. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, friends, that is a good wrap to the show. Don't be in fear. There's nothing to fear because help is here. So thank you so <laughs> much for being on the show today, Hannah. I really, truly appreciate working with you, love working with you. And I'm looking forward to 2020 being one of our best years together. And if people want to get a hold of you, can you give them your contact information? Yes. Um, and I appreciate working with you and it's been absolutely a pleasure all these years and 2020, I look forward to it as well. Um, yeah, you can, uh, my website is accountability108.com or you can reach out to me directly at Hannah. That's H-A-N-N-A-H at accountability108.com. Awesome. Well, friends, you heard it first here about what you need to do in 2020 about getting your rear in gear with all of your finances. So if you haven't subscribed to this show, you know what I'm going to say. Hit that subscribe button. I hope you're having a fantastic beginning of your year. This is Angela Setters-Bissard. You're listening to Your Credit Today, and I'm out.